Oh shit, I'm sorry, I thought I was well, waiting on you. Do your thing. My bad. My bad. <laughs> you know what? I like it. I like it. Yeah, ten seconds of dead air, that's always a good thing. Yeah, yeah you know what? <laughs> People are so confused, like, wait a minute, what's uh what's going on? What what do you mean? This is a podcast. You have to talk. Yeah. yeah. You can't just sit there in silence for the whole show. See, what most people don't know about podcasts, though, is that if you just sit there and stare directly into the listener's eyes, they will be mesmerized, and you don't have to say a word. They can feel it. They can just feel the intensity off your eyes and your face just by you saying nothing. You got that right. (laughs) But you know what? I think it's time we say a lot more things and start the show. Hello and welcome to episode 35. We are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. I am your host, Byron Reed, and alongside me is my co-host... Ken Rossi. Hey, Ken. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing alright, man. Doing alright. Had a bit of a crazy week and... Well, the last few weeks been kind of crazy, hectic, being constantly busy. Between, you know, the streaming and the uh, regular job and, uh, you know, the, um, the commentary stuff that I do on the side. Fellow employees. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and the commentary gigs that I've been doing have been pretty busy. But now I'm just glad to be here talking some video games with you for a short time. Yay. I'm happy to help yeah. any way I can. <laughs> yeah, of course. So we have a... Good show for you guys today, hopefully, anyway. Hopefully, going to be good. I don't know, we'll see. So, we, we've got, uh, we're going to talk about our favorite holidays in games, just because there's a lot of holidays back to back to back with, to back. you know, yes, to back, exactly. Then we're going to go into our new segment, where we're going to cover all of the, all of our favorite news bits from the week, and with our community segment, and maybe, and maybe, maybe more? Maybe more. Maybe. We'll see what happens. <laughs> maybe more. <laughs> I don't like I don't like that laugh. I don't like it. <laughs> so I hope you guys are ready. We're going to jump in right into our body of the show discussing our favorite holidays in games. So uh, when I posed the topic to you last week off air, I didn't realize that my wording was kind of weird. And I wasn't sure if everybody got, got what I was going for mm-hmm. when I said holidays in video games. Right. So what I what I meant what, what what I meant was literally that, like holidays and video games. So you'll you'll see what I mean when we get into our examples. Right. I'm hoping, but that's sort of what I was going for when I presented the topic. And again, like so with all the holidays that we have back to back, with you know Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, like everything that's all you know all coming up in the in the past you know what three or four months or whatever mm-hmm. you know i figured mm-hmm. it would be a good time with them sort of receding for we're getting a break for a little bit here you know to talk about some of our some of our favorite holidays in video games right 
And uh, so I assume I, that was your cue to say, so tell me more. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was that. Oh, that was, that was my cue for you to say whatever you were going to say. And then I was going to kick it over to let's start talking about stuff. So, yeah. Oh, right. Well, I can definitely tell you that when you uh, said, hey, we should do this subject. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Oh, my. Yes. Um, <laughs> so it, it took me a bit to understand uh, what exactly you meant when you said favorite holidays. Um, but I, I think we worked out a list uh, and I think uh, we'll be able to make great work out of holidays. Cause I think I, have, I even asked you, do you mean holidays sauce? Yeah. Just me being funny, but yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think, I think it'll be a good, good times. Good show. People will not be disappointed. And you know what? If you are, why don't you, uh, hit the subscribe button and tell us how disappointed you really are. <laughs> 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 if you're that disappointed, give us a five star rating on iTunes. <laughs> That'll really show us. And let us know how to improve so we can not disappoint you anymore. <laughs> I don't think we need that. All right, man. Leave a blank. We'll figure it out eventually. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, you know, just review. These guys are blank. And just, okay, we get it. <laughs> but, all right, man, let's uh, let's go ahead and jump into this, shall we? Okay. You want to kick it off? I, I can if you want me to. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So my first holiday in a video game is Halloween uh, in the form of the game Costume Quest, uh, which it's a simple okay. uh, little game that was made by Double Fine uh, while they were, you know, it was one of their, if you will, cheaper games that they made really quickly so they could just make some money off. Right. Uh, but it turned out to be more than just a simple little game. It's uh, super fun because you're, uh, or I should start with, it's Halloween, and you can play as either, I think it's either the brother or the sister. I think they give you that choice. And mm -hmm. uh, for some reason, this Halloween stuff is aligning and these goblins are coming to steal all the candy. And one of the goblins steals your sibling, whichever one you didn't pick. And hmm. so it's your job to go around the neighborhood, uh, of course, collecting candy because it's Halloween, but also collecting different costumes because uh, the game plays like an RPG. So you go into battle against these goblins, and it kind of turns into, like, children's imagination, and they're all, like, super cool and awesome and, like, the costumes like there's one that's a uh, a Statue of Liberty, and you know like right. in the in the game the kid has it's just like cardboard little thingy standing out, and they're just wearing like a a green sheet or whatever, and then when it goes into the battle mode like it's a super tall like made out of the cast iron or bronze that it was made out of and and it looks pretty awesome, so it's it's kind of cool how it does that, um and and it represents you know. Uh, candy really well. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed it. In fact, I I bought this game when it first came out for the Xbox like three years ago, and mm -hmm. I stopped playing. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't get to the end of that one. 
uh, I was playing other games. But, uh, you know, for a simple little RPG, has a lot of depth to it. It's a lot of fun. Um, and I enjoyed it. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You said this is Costume Quest, right? Yeah. It also got a sequel, which I have not played. Oh. What's it What's it for? Oh, uh, everything. Except okay, for the Switch. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right. Maybe it'll come to the Switch someday. Yeah, probably. Everything's coming to the Switch nowadays. Yeah, man. It's great. It's a great time to be a Switch <laughs> owner. And a person contemplating getting a Switch. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. with this myself. Yeah. So... <clears throat> So on to my first holiday, favorite holiday in video games. Mine is Halloween and Fallout 4. So for those who don't know, uh, the bombs dropped uh, ending the world on October 23rd, 2077. And that's around Halloween time. So uh, to my knowledge, this is the first time in the Fallout games that we've actually seen this be reflected. So, you know, you've got... When you when you wake up from the vault and you get outside and everything, you see that there is there's a lot of stuff left over from you know people getting ready for Halloween. There's there's plastic pumpkins all over the place. There's you know jack o' lanterns and just things like that, and that really uh, helps put the world. Uh, it shows that the world really uh, you know was at a was left at a standstill, so to speak, at that at that point in time. Still, years late, many years later, you know, down the road here, once the game actually starts. Right, hundreds of years almost. Yeah. Yes, and, and it's it's just like for me that that's that's really cool that they added that little detail to it because again, to my knowledge, that's the first time uh, the series has ever acknowledged the fact that. The game starts the the world ends around Halloween time in you know, in the Fallout universe. So that that's I mean you've got you know, pictures of black cats and all that other stuff you would see around Halloween. So, it's just it's one of the things that it's one of those little things that makes the world feel. I don't, I don't want to say alive, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it feel more real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you played Fallout 4, right? Yes, I did. Okay, yeah, so you have some experience with this as well. Okay. Yes, but I gotta be honest, I didn't notice anything Halloween-y. No? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, I'm, I must not have Fair been paying enough. attention, but yeah. I mean, I, I didn't get very far, so I don't know if it's like in the first area, the first like two or three areas. Okay. Uh, but I didn't, uh, I didn't notice anything Halloween related at all when I played. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but now you know, that's why I'm here. Yeah, I might yeah. go back and check it out just so I can see if you're lying or not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if you think I'm lying, I can show you. So uh-huh. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so my next favorite uh, holiday in a video game, we're gonna go with a. Uh, off the wall one and we're gonna go with Valentine's Day and the game that this is represented in is DC Universe Online and so free free to play game that used to not be free to play and you can get it on uh, Xbox One and PS4 Um, but in this they have a special event uh, and I believe they do it every February and I don't know if it's the same event um, or if they change it around 
Unfortunately, I don't know that. But what I do know is that every February, and at least this February, <clears throat> right. um, you have to talk with Mira, who's the queen of Atlantis, and you have to go and find things that represent her love with Aquaman, uh, the king of Atlantis. And so it's kind of cool to go because what you do is you're, you search this area that they mark on the map and you go find these little icons. And when you trigger them, they start playing audio and you get audio from each person's perspective. You get like uh, her perspective and his perspective on their relationship. Okay. And so it's a, it's a really cool, really sweet kind of way, uh, even though I guess, I, I mean, I'm, I've never been huge Aquaman fan but <clears throat> I guess they they've had issues in the past and problems <laughs> with right. stuff happening but it's just kind of really cool to to get that uh, both sides and then you get hearts you can spend on stuff and there's also the star sapphires that are around which are essentially the green lanterns but their power comes from love and so the more love they have, the more powerful they are. How adorable. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it's, it's, it's really cool. Um, yeah, I've been playing a lot of uh, DCUO, as they abbreviate it. Fair enough. I, I, I tried the game, and I like it, um, but I haven't gone back to it in a while. I may have to actually reinstall it on my on my hard drive on my Xbox. But what but it, it kinda turned me away because of the uh the queue times to get into to get into the game. Really? I was yeah. I I always had to wait in a in a queue line to get in. In, in my experience playing it. So hmm. that kinda turned me away from firing up because I knew I'd be, I knew I'd be waiting for like five, ten minutes. Wow. Possibly longer to get into a world. Well, I think the demand has dropped severely for that. Uh, mm -hmm. Because I've, I haven't had to wait at all to get into a world. I do know, though, if you uh, pay for the membership, there's no waiting. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I don't want to well, pay. I know. <laughs> I know. That's the same thing for me. Um, I'm, I'm actually, as far as that game goes... I'm more disappointed with how they handled their episodes. And what I say of that is that <clears throat> like every so many months, whatever they add a new episode that adds more, I guess, story to the game or continues story right. in the game. But instead of having them be like uh, story packs where you can like go into this story and, and just get the information from that, or this is the order that you should play them in it's kind of just a free for right. it's like you have to do everything and get everything um all at once you know it's it's not um if we will metered out to you like they don't slow drip it like here's episode one you finish that okay here's episode two you know or even just uh separating them or making it so that yeah. you know like i had to look up like <laughs> i had to look up like the wiki like to find out what content is a part of episode one and episode two and, and blah, blah, blah. I had to look that up. Right. You know, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't made that way in the game for me. And so because I, I don't really know that 
much about it and I don't want to keep looking at a wiki to try and figure out what I'm supposed to be doing to get the story. Um, that's kind of a disappointment. So I don't know if I'll uh, continue to play it. It makes sense to me. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day we'll have to sit down and play it together. Maybe it'll help both of us for that matter. Yeah. Actually get into it more, maybe. Well, I do know that having extra people that can help you like kill stuff and uh, get through the main story really fast because uh, the game, much like Destiny, starts after you finish the story. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I know having somebody that can help you out with that uh, really helps, but I don't know. If if you download it eventually, we can play it. Cool. Yeah, sounds good. <clears throat> so my, uh, my next favorite holiday in video games is the dawning event in Destiny. And it, it's it's technically a holiday within the lore. Because the lore says, the dawning is a time when guardians gather together to welcome a new year by sharing gifts and games. It's considered a season of healthy competition. It was created during the early days of the last city, when the survivors brought customs from a thousand nations to create new traditions to reflect the new world they lived in. Lanterns and candles are lit to symbolize the light, guiding people through the darkness. A reminder that no matter how dark the night is, dawn will always come. So the <clears throat> the event itself is again it's based around gifts gift giving and things of that nature so you walk around the tower the event starts you walk around the tower getting it talking to the different people zavala Cade, uh you know ikora those people and a few mm-hmm. others getting gifts from them and exchanging exchanging little information information blurbs about you know the dawning what it means to what it means to them and what it means to the city in general mm-hmm. but and then you go out into the world, and what what they did for this year for Destiny 2's dawning event, they they made everything really made made the made it yeah they made it real snowy everywhere. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so you 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 can get into snowball fights with with other guardians at the tower and at the farm, and you could in you if you were out in in the world doing activities, you could pick these snowballs up and throw them at enemies which which would stun them and slow them down and that would it would also give you it gives you another way to combat the enemies especially bosses doing strikes and things like that picking up picking up a snowball and throwing it at the big at the big vex boss in the uh the spire strike is one of my favorite things to do just because it really it slows them down and it's it's fantastic so all that stuff Combined with the way the tower looks as well, Every, there's lights and candles everywhere, and it's it's a symbol of again, you know, what what the light means to the guardians and to the people who even you know who aren't guardians, the regular people. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a really cheerful, um, almost a uh, memorial kind of event. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, sounds like Christmas, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's like it's like Chris. It's like Christmas combined with combined with the New Year's type of thing. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Now, I've played South Park '64. Can you make these snowballs yellow snowballs? <laughs> to my knowledge, I don't think you can. Because <laughs> that's something you could do in South Park '64. So I'm just, I, you know, I believe it. Yeah. I'll just... South Park does surprise me one bit. 
That game's like 30 years old now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, somebody who's only made it to the farm. Spoilers much? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, no, I forgot. <laughs> By the way, we'll have to, we'll have to play. Um, once you once you get past like the little intro story stuff, I believe you can start playing playing the story with friends. Yep. So let me know. Yeah, I'm, I'm already. And then we can definitely get some of that going. Okay, In cool. Fact, I already yeah. played the we'll set up a... twice. Uh, okay. One one. It's in a weird place right now, man. It's in a weird place right now. Yeah. Feels like Destiny One, so I don't I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. We'll get into it later. Yeah. Not now, but yeah, later. Yes. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so the last uh, game that I got on my list, um, and the holiday, is all of them. All of them, <laughs> yes. Yeah, for the game Batman Arkham City. <laughs> no, I'm not a cheater. You're <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, you're right. No, just because it, it was really cool. And I want to give uh, Rocksteady props for doing this. But in Batman Arkham City, if you played the game during the holiday and you went down to um, Calendar Man, who was in the courthouse uh, jail cell, and you talked to him, he would tell you about the holiday and what was going on. And I think there was something like... Uh, eight holidays uh, in there. Maybe even more. It might have been w- once a month. They had like a holiday for each month. It could have been 12. Um, but you could go down and talk to him and he tell you about Christmas and Thanksgiving and he also had like Easter and Valentine's Day and, and all this uh, stuff in there. And if you were diligent enough to play that game and go down there every month to get the new holiday... Uh, because you had to go on that specific day, like you had 24 hours to do that, <laughs> you would get that trophy or achievement for going in and and uh, essentially playing it for 12 months. That's actually really cool. I, I, I remember doing that a few times, you know, for the different holidays, but I never actually went down and talked to him on every single holiday, which is, that's that's a really nice touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think it's crazy. I mean, the people that got that achievement are super dedicated. <laughs> yeah. Because I know Calendar I man. couldn't, man. Calendar man's yeah, man, like that that's yeah, that's that's really really cool. I'm I mean, all like I didn't even know that existed until you said that. So mm-hmm. That's really dope. Yeah. This is it's an Arkham City? Yeah, it's an Arkham City. Oh, okay. Hmm. May have to uh, find a way to fire that up here. That'd be great. <laughs> Not that, you know, holiday going on, whatever. But, you know. I, don't, I don't think there's a holiday for Mario Day in the game. <laughs> yeah, there should be. There should be, but there's not. Just so we could hear Calendar Man say something <laughs> yeah. about Mario. That'd be great. He'd be like, hey, Batman, it's me, Mario. <laughs> You know what? I'll allow it. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. moving on here. Yeah, if we can. 
Yeah, my uh, my last one is Christmas and Bully. Now, in the in the game, there is a mission in Chapter Three called Christmas is Here. I, it, it's been a while since I played the game, so I don't remember if it was just for the one mission or if the whole chapter was centered around Christmas time. Okay, I don't remember, but because but because I do remember I do remember there being different you know seasons because you would start out in you know the summer and it would go to the fall and rotate. So, but yeah, I don't remember that specifically. Okay. But as I said, there is a mission in Chapter Three called Christmas is Here, and you know, he w- Jimmy wakes him in his room, and you know, there's Christmas lights, and, and the school's decorated with all the Christmassy stuff, trees, and all the other business. And there's snow on the ground; you can pick up the snowballs and throw them at students, and all the other stuff, and throw them at, at the adults in the in the town or whatever, getting the chase around. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and there's there's even a, a, a ugly sweater. Um, that Jimmy, that Jimmy wears. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's a, it's a blue, it's a blue, uh, oh, I guess, well, I guess it's dark green. It's a dark green sweater with a reindeer on it, with the red nose and all that stuff. And, um, (laughs) the, uh, (laughs) the, that, that mission in particular, it ends with Jimmy, uh, being laughed at by the other kids because of his ugly sweater. (laughs) Okay. And but but no but if if memory does serve me right and if it is indeed the whole chapter that is Christmas focused then there's other missions that go on in in the town and around the school based around the Christmas holiday and things of that nature so you're going around giving gifts to students possibly pranking them with fake gifts or you know you're helping uh helping a quote unquote Santa Claus um in the town so it, it's it's all the things and the music is all Christmassy with the sleigh bells and all the other stuff so it it really it really um it changes the way the world the world around you is and how you interact with the world because there's ice and you can skate on the ice and different things so it, it's just it's just a little nice touch that they added to the game right yeah, that sounds cool. They that it's a Rockstar game, but <laughs> yeah, um, I know you don't like Rockstar. Cool. <laughs> Fair enough, friend. Awkward <laughs> silence. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to take a minute, you know, <laughs> just 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 a minute and relax. You were talking the whole time. It's okay. It's you right. got it. Yeah. So did, that was your that was your yeah. last one, right? Yep. I don't have any okay, more. Okay, cool. All right, cool. I don't have any more either. So I think it's time we talk about some news, yeah? Sure. Yeah. Call of Duty 4 Black Ops Call of Duty Black Ops 4 has been revealed. With mm-hmm. a release date, there was a uh, there was a trailer a few days ago that, that they showed off. Um, they Activision announced it. It's going to be made by Treyarch. Mm-hmm. The there's going to be a special event on May 17th where Activision will reveal the game publicly. And the release date for the game is October 12th. 
for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. As of now, there's no word on a Switch version of the game. Now, Black Ops has always been my uh, favorite of the of the Call of Duty games that they do mm-hmm. because I like Treyarch and I like how they do the Call of Duty games. They've always got something new going on with whether like you know oh the pick ten system or you know the call the, the credits that they had or whatever, and where you could unlock whatever you wanted regardless of, of your level, right. which is nice. So they're always doing something to uh, change the formula for Call of Duty. I haven't played a Call of Duty, quote unquote, seriously since probably Black Ops Three. So yeah, but that was just you like know, last year. I, I, that was <laughs> that was a few years ago. Years ago I now. I know. I'm making a joke about how Call of Duty releases one every year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do. You're right. The last, but you know, so so that was the last one I played. So I'm 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 looking forward to seeing what Trailer's going to do with this one. You know. Yeah. Well, they've had four years to perfect it, I guess. Yeah, they've they, they've got time. They've they've had time. So I'm excited to see what they reveal for the uh, for the event on May 17th. I don't know how the story is going to go because I didn't finish Black Ops, Black Ops 3 story. I may re-download it just so I can finish the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so I can be up to date with that. We'll see how I feel. But, you know, until, regardless, I'm still, you know, interested. It's on the... Okay. It's, it's, slowly on the radar. Lowly on the radar, I guess, is what I should say. And I gotta be honest, I've never paid full price for a Call of Duty, and I've never felt like I needed to, because those games always bottom out. Like, minimum two years, they always bottom out. Mm -hmm. So, I've never felt the need to ever, like, go out and just buy it right away, you know? Yeah. So, if I get this game, it'll probably be 2020. Yeah, I feel you. Twenty twenty, Jesus! I can't believe we're already saying that. <laughs> yep, it's kind of crazy to me, man. It is. But no, that, <laughs> that's how numbers and years work, I guess. So, huh? Mm-hmm. But there is a little bit more um, information in the article. The game will be made by the previous, the previous studio studios that worked on it, so it'll be massive. Massive Entertainment and the other two studios that helped to make the first game, make 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 the other Treyarch Call of Duty games, whose names I cannot find here in the article at the moment. I thought I had them written down, now, but I don't. I could be wrong, but I thought I read somewhere that Massive was going to be doing the port. They could be. That I, that could be that could be what they're referring to I in the could, article. I yeah. could be wrong. And I could be thinking of a different game, mm-hmm. but I swear I read somewhere that Massive would be doing the port uh, to the Switch um, because they had worked on like a different port to the Switch mm-hmm. for a game. That's what I. That's what I thought I uh, had heard or had read. Okay, I mean, like I said, that could very well be be possible. Um, I don't, I don't, um, I don't, it, there's nothing in the articles denying or confirming that. Right. So, like I said, so it very well could be possible. And I could just be up in the night. But I swear that's, that's what I read. 
I think I read it on yeah. Twitter we'll have somewhere. To see, though. Hmm. We'll have to see, but that was my first piece of news, my friend. Alright. So I'll go to my next piece of news. Take it away. <laughs> I will. After you're gone. <laughs> Don't bring attention to it. It'll make it happen more. <laughs> I already yawned, so it's okay. <laughs> no. Uh, well. Uh, yeah, let's just get into it. I was going to yeah. do, because it's March 10th when we're recording, it's Mario Day. I was going to do like my Mario voice because it's a Nintendo-related thing, but I decided against it. Um, because the news story, I'm going to go a little bit more into detail because Nintendo has announced about their gold coins and how they work and a little more detail about that. And we'd reported about that uh, last week or the week before. So here's how the process works for the My Nintendo uh, people that buy eShop games on Switch. So every time you buy a, a game, whether it's a new release or it's a not new release, excuse me, whether it's from the store or whether it's digital, you will get gold coins for purchasing that game. Now granted, with the digital, it happens automatically, whereas with the retail releases, you have to go in and say, hey look, I bought this game. <clears throat> so gold coins are rewarded. This is how they're doing it. Um, one gold coin essentially equals out to one cent of US dollars so for every coin you get that's uh, a penny um, you think okay. because they're gold they'd be worth more but <laughs> <laughs> nope <laughs> yeah um, but if you buy the game digitally and this works with your 3DS and your Wii U uh, as well so if you buy the digital copy they will actually give you 5% of that purchase price to go towards gold coins Hmm. Now, if you buy a physical release, <clears throat> it's only 1%, but it is based off of the digital copy, like how much the digital copy is going for. So if for some reason, let's say GameStop is having a sale on the game and it's only $20, but the digital release is $40, you'll get 1% of the $40 rather than what you actually paid for it. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So what that uh, works out to is if you buy a digital game for $60, $59.99 from the eShop, you'll earn 300 gold coins, which works out to $3 uh, towards your purchase, or that you got from that purchase. Now the right. beautiful thing is that you can use those gold coins right away. So if you buy a $60 game and then you want to go and buy another game, you can use those gold coins right away to purchase the next uh, game. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now, uh, it does say here that the gold coins will expire 12 months on the last day of the month in which they were earned. So if you earned them here uh, in this March, then you have until March 31st of 2019 to use those coins. Hmm. Okay, well that makes sense. I mean, I guess they don't want people holding on to them forever. Mm -hmm. And uh, use your coins. Yeah, I mean, well, this is just great though for people that are are buying games. Yeah. I mean, granted, sixty sixty games—that's three dollars. 
uh, per game. Let's see here. Oh, get out of there. Mm. <laughs> um, Bringing out my calculator. So if you need... So if you buy 20 games at uh, $60, that'll get you one free game. That's, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. It's good. It's really good, actually. And as far as I'm aware, that's more than what Sony or Xbox does. Yeah, I don't, to my knowledge, I don't think they have anything in place like that. Xbox does have a rewards program, but it's like they have specific stuff. Like, they will come out every month and say, hey, if you buy this, we'll give you rewards points. Oh, uh, okay. If you get enough points, they will ship you out a $5 code uh, on your system. So you can oh, okay. See, I had no idea about that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's very specific. It's not like, oh, you bought this game on Xbox. Here's a couple rewards points. Yeah. It's like, no, you need to buy this stuff that we're promoting this month, and we'll give you rewards points. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, I I would prefer it to be the way that Nintendo's doing it, just because again it's rewarding you for just buying the games, um, right? In general, digitally, right? It's yeah. all digital, correct? Okay, well, but no, you have Nintendo, to buy the games digitally can, to get. No. Or you, you have to. You can do both. Yes. Okay. Man, you totally toned me out, didn't you? No, 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 no. I did. I I did. I did not. I just wanted to make sure that that's what was being no. said. No. Uh, let me reiterate. You can buy them digitally and physically and get coins. But okay. buying them digitally, you get 5% back. Buying them physically, you only get 1% back. Okay, okay. That's where the confusion came in. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And that percentage is based on the online uh, the on, shop based On the digital price, not the, not the physical copy price or whatever. Yes. And gotcha. I can also okay. speak from experience, too. Uh, just my last bit, and then we can move on. Is yeah. uh, if you buy a game and you use coins to purchase that game, you will still earn coins on that game. It is going oh. to be minus whatever coins you spent. So if you have like fifteen hundred coins, and that drops the game down to fifteen bucks, you're only going to earn coins on the fifteen bucks that you paid for, not uh, the original thirty dollar price. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, because I already used it. I already bought a game. <laughs> nice. There you go. That's what's mm-hmm. up. What, yep. what games you get? Tiny Metal. Okay. We talked Don't about know what that is. We talked about we it did. on the podcast. Okay. It's uh, You know what Advance Wars is, right? Yes. Yeah, it's uh, an Advance Wars clone since Nintendo oh, isn't okay. making any Advance Wars. Okay, it's I got you. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Gotcha. That makes sense. I can talk about it later once I... Like, complete it and stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Sounds good to me. So, moving on to my second piece of news. that The Division 2 has been announced. Ubisoft confirmed the game in a live stream. It'll, it will be developed by the by the same studios as the first game. This, I, I misspoke on the Call of Duty article. This is what I was referring to when it was the three studios, not Call of Duty. It's Division 2. So uh, it's, okay. yeah. It's Massive Entertainment, Red Storm, and Ubisoft Reflections. They, they're the ones who helped develop the first game, and they'll be doing this one as well. 
So you'll be able to transfer some progress from 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 one to to two, but right now there's no word on how that will work out. I don't know exactly what that means if they're going to start having take place in New York or whatever. I have no idea. But a full reveal will happen at E3, so we'll see some more of the game there. Possibly a really high res version of the game, which they will scale back later on because Ubisoft and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and but 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 no but no I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how the division two is announced and how they what kind of features they have in store for the game because personally despite the uh, the flack that it got early on and everything mm-hmm. I enjoyed it for a little bit I really did um, right. you know if it, it it just there was a lot of things wrong with the game that took them a while to fix yeah which. Which, and, you know, by that time it was too late for some people, they were already gone. Which, again, is fine. We have some of the discussions about other games. But, you know, if uh, if they can improve on things for Division 2, then, and, and if, they, if they bring the stuff, you know, right away, then we could be looking at, at, a, at a good game from, from Ubisoft. Right. Yeah, and I'm... I gotta be honest. I'm interested to see if they pull a bungee with this, and that they take everything they've learned and everything that's made Division One become uh, so much better, and they yeah. just forget all that and they start over from scratch, and it it becomes horrible <laughs> for the division. Yeah, I, I hope. Yeah, I, I hope they. Mm-hmm. I hope they. I hope they do try some new things. I really do, because without without that, you can't grow and then you get those people that are like oh it's division 1.5 herbider so you know i i hope i hope yeah (laughs) so i hope they try some new things but i also want them to realize what worked you know and put those things in there while adding on to while adding on making it feel like a fresh new game yeah i just hope they get out of the snow let's be honest like it's been so cold and snowy, and really, the Division uh, One could have been on our holiday games because that takes place during Thanksgiving. Yeah, Black Friday, like yeah, just after Black Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it definitely could have been on there. I forgot about it until you said that. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, I'm just hoping that they like give us a different environment. If if it's still gonna be in New York, like they gotta change it up, make it summertime or something, so that it's uh, different. But I almost yeah, feel like there's a... my gut feeling, and I'm going out on a limb here. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Byron. Mm-hmm. But I'm Are going out on a limb, and I'm thinking that this game is going to take us to some place like Miami. Where there's okay. lots of palm trees, and it's still going to be a city, but it's going to be like a hot city. Like It could even go to Los Angeles, uh, but I'm kind of thinking that they'll stay on the East Coast. That's my thinking with this. Yeah. Like... They could go to L.A. because that would be the next big city, right? L.A. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm thinking they'll stay on the East Coast. It would it would be nice. I, I do. I would like to in the future maybe do an episode where we talk about some things we would like to see in in Division Two, just because mm-hmm. I think that would be something to talk about. Maybe maybe once it gets closer to, uh, you know, E3 or something, we could talk about it in that episode maybe at some right. point. Right. So I, I think that'd be really good to match. talk about. <laughs> yeah, <Sorry. laughs> a battle royale mode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That actually would be kind of cool, running down the streets of New York. 100. They have something similar to that now in Division. I believe it's called Survival or something. Hmm. You know, it's been a long time. I believe time they do since something similar Division. to it. I think I even like shelved it because I was like, "Oh, I'm never gonna play this again." <laughs> yeah, I still have it on my uh, on my hard drive in case I get the urge to fire it up again. You know, out of curiosity. Yep. But anyway, let's uh, let's move on because we can definitely talk about Division Two at a later time, in in fuller. That's a word. <laughs> yep. Fuller detail. Fuller. <laughs> wait on the wait on the finish. Yeah. Fuller detail. There we go. We got it. Mm-hmm. So then I will move on, and my next news story is that supposedly Sony has already sent out PlayStation Five dev kits to third-party developers. Hmm. So there's a rumor that's floating around, and the rumor claims that because Grand Theft Auto Six isn't going to release until 2022. Jeez. Yeah, and it's it's set in Vice City. I mean, that makes sense. Honestly, the way Rockstar does things. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, but because of this, um, there's also an uh, industry insider who goes by the name of Marcus Sellars um, that he said that uh, PlayStation 5 dev kits have already gone out to third-party developers. Now, this November will mark the fifth year since the PlayStation 4 launched. Like, <laughs> I feel like making a, a quote for Futurama here. Where he goes, my God, a million years. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so there's still uh, stuff going around. Uh, let's see. Cited source, or he hasn't cited any sources, so you know we kind of have to take it with a pinch of salt yeah. here. Um, but uh, with that salt, some of his previous statements have turned out to be correct, which he correctly revealed the date of Nintendo's Direct that they did. Um, and he also announced and leaked the news that Black Ops 4 would be coming out this year. Which it is. And he's also the one that said that Diablo 3 would be coming to the Nintendo Switch. Hmm. So. He's been. Yeah. So he's. He's been busy so far. Big he's predictions. Been pretty, yeah. pretty busy. Yeah. Pretty correct. Um. But there's still like that would that would be the question. When is it coming out? Like, is this plan on coming out with the GTA 6? And so 2020 is is what we're looking at. Or I guess GTA 6 was 2022. But, <laughs> um, so does it plan on, on coming out then or or what? Yeah. So they, I guess, several analysts have already said that it will either come out late next year, 2019, or early 2020. Um, yeah. So that's, that's well, something that's interesting. Yeah, no, it, it definitely is. I feel like... I feel like the console generations usually go in like five or six year cycles now just because they like to do the upgrades, you know, and improve upon them, you know, a few years later into the cycle and then they'll do their next big one. So that sounds about right because yeah. we've got the Xbox One X now, we've got the 
PS4 Pro now. So, yeah, I mean, that that, yeah. that sounds about right as far as time frame goes. Well, I mean, every six years is about right. So, yeah. Um, but also, it's kind of like how much hardware can you throw at stuff? Yeah. Like, the yeah. more they, they throw all this hardware to make game consoles more and better. But yeah, more like look, PCs. Yeah, but look at Steam. Like, most of the games that do really, really good aren't these super high technical games. There's, like, indie games that are selling several hundred thousand, making big companies like Undertale. You know, it's selling yeah. millions of copies, and you could run that probably on a Super Nintendo. You probably could. Maybe. It, it might need yeah. more memory, but still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> graphically, you could. So, I don't know. Like, I have mixed feelings because newer, faster hardware is great. But also, do we really need newer, faster hardware? I feel like we're at that point where we may not need it, you know? Yeah. I mean, you really, really, uh, honestly, it, it doesn't matter too much. Because at the end of the day, you know, these consoles are not going to be up to par with the PCs. And that's, and, and that's being realistic here. That's not me being... PC Master Race, that's being realistic. The technology is getting better on both ends of the spectrum, mm-hmm. whether you're a PC player or a console player or you play on both, you know. Um, but, you know, for all of the money that goes into uh, purchasing a console, because, you know, these consoles come out and they're $400, between three and $400 to start. Mm-hmm. When they first come out, unless you're unless you're the PS3, five hundred dollars. <laughs> that was six hundred dollars, my friend. Five ninety. Was it? Oh God. Five ninety nine. That's even worse. <laughs> so you know, for that for that kind of money, you could build yourself, uh, to my knowledge, anyway, a decent gaming PC. Yeah. Well, uh, there's there's something to be said about that. Because yeah, you of course. Could, however. Thanks to Bitcoin, getting graphics cards at a decent price mm-hmm. isn't very realistic. Mm. And I don't know when that'll change, but right now, like, there's a huge graphics card shortage because people mm-hmm. are buying them to make Bitcoins. And that's caused graphic card prices to just shoot way out of unrealistic uh, proportions. Huh. That's unfortunate, to say the least. Yeah. But excuse it's almost me, made but, it cheaper to just buy a machine from like Alienware than trying to build it yourself. That's how expensive they've made it. Jeez, yeah. But personally, I, I like consoles because they're just plug and play. I can plug it up, I can set do a little setup, and more times than not, it's gonna work. I don't have to worry about the extra extra stuff that comes with PC gaming. Um, but that that's just a personal thing for me. Yeah. Doesn't really matter what you like. I I like to call uh, that type of person, like you are, I like to call them a Glade gamer. Meaning? Plug it in, plug it in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's where you were going. (laughs) I know that's where you were going. I wanted to make sure we were on the same page, that's all. I was was, was over here like, please do it, please do it. (laughs) And he did. Fantastic. (laughs) All right. Love it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Sorry about that. But yeah, let's right. Yeah, let's do that. So, 
on to my final piece of news. And I told you guys I'd be talking about MLB 18, the show, once we got some more information about it. And now we finally have some mm. in the form of the Road to the Show overhaul. So Road to the yeah. Show has has been through a lot of changes uh, in the past few years or so. Uh, last year, last year they, they introduced a little story type thing to it. Now, what they're doing is they are they are making some more changes to the mode. So, microtransactions in the mode gone. You can no longer buy your attributes using stubs, um, which is fantastic. It's the, the pay-to-win structure, and that mode's gone. Um, they are getting they are changing up the story so you are no longer a top prospect in the draft you are going to be a mid to late round prospect in the draft which doesn't really matter too much because it's not about where you start it's where you finish albert pujols was a mid-round prospect for example so, and mm-hmm. look at his career so but the big thing they are doing and the and the the story the, the story the story of the of the article that I'm really going to talk about is the progression system and how they're changing that. That's the biggest thing that they're doing. Right. So, the training points that you that you would get in previous in previous years, you know, that you could put into whatever category you want to. Yeah. Number one, those are gone in a way. They've been replaced. They're going to auto allocate themselves. And okay. what what the, what that. What what that means? What that means is, you know, you'll, you'll earn points in the different categories, and they'll put them into whatever based on your performance in the game, which I'll get into in a, here in a little bit. Is that what this so, image is showing? The greens and the orange. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll I will get to that in a little bit. Yes. So you can't you can't max out everything at ninety at ninety nine anymore, and your on field performance as well as the training the training that you do will dictate what attributes will go up and down, you know, after after the after each game or after each at bat if you're a pitcher. Right. So and they've also added uh, player player archetypes for for the mode to help for uh, for position players and pitchers. Both starters and closers have archetypes archetypes as well. So as far as the archetypes go, there are there are uh, six for infielders, five for outfielders, three for starting pitchers, and two for closers. Each has pros and cons that will help you mold your player into what you want them to be. Uh, an example of the outfielder archetype is the ball hawk. So think of players like Kenny Lofton or D. Gordon, for example. They may not hit for power, but they're going to have great speed and defense, and that's where they'll make their mark on the field. An infielder example would be uh, Mr. Wizard. So think of someone like Ozzie Smith or Jose Altuve. Uh, these archetypes are are suited for certain positions, both primary and secondary. Uh, but if you if you want to pick one of those archetypes and play them in a, in a position that they're not recommended for, the ratings will take a hit at the start. I, I the article wasn't clear about if the max caps will take a hit as well. Uh, but the Mister Reliable archetype, so think of players like uh, Ripken Jr. or Dustin Pedroia, for example. Those would be the uh, options for any position with with any position because they have a strong arm, and they give uh, they have a um, contact uh, bonus as well. So the the focus training sessions is another thing they talk about in the article, and this is basically a way for 
players to boost their attributes outside of playing in games. You get 25 of these a year, and you get one special one in the offseason, which they didn't talk about. But these will give you a choice to a specific area to train. So you'll get, you could get three of them. There might be like one for one for speed and base running ability, one for uh, plate vision and discipline, and there might be another one for, for let's say, contact versus left and right handers, for example. So you'll get three of those. You choose one. You choose one, and it'll and it'll just go up. You won't actually do the training event itself. It'll just give you a boost to whatever. They did that because they wanted you to spend more time playing the game than actually, you know, worrying about these things. They would just do those for you. But if you're worried about those training mini games going away, they're not going anywhere. You'll just see less of them. But they also talked about the uh, the fact that the focus training also has the ability to increase these max, increase your caps, your soft caps. So now with the archetypes that they have, you'll have a soft cap for power ver- power versus righties. Let's say the soft cap is 50, but the max cap is 99. For we'll just put it that way. You can raise that soft cap by going into a focus training and focusing on the specific one that's for you know contact or you know that that's for the power versus righties you can bo- it'll it'll say boost boost cap from 50 to 65 or whatever and they wanted they did that so that way it'll help you uh, it'll, f- it'll make you feel like feel like you're more connected to your teammates the example they give is going to talk to Aaron Judge or Giancarlo Stanton about raising your power attribute. So, yeah, there's that kind of stuff. But uh, the picture there in question, that shows the new uh, base gains and how that whole thing works. So it's going to work like like Skyrim, basically. You're going to learn by doing. Huh. So, and not that you're yeah, going so, to be like yelling out, You're fourth! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna be yelling at yelling at the baseball to go out of stadium or anything. No, none of that. <laughs> but no, uh, no Babe Ruth here. We're not calling our shot. Mm. Yeah, you might, you might at some point. You, you know what? You actually probably can do that with the new uh, custom batting stance and custom uh, home run uh, celebrations that they have. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, the the picture in question shows the different things that will happen over the course of a game or whatever. So, for example. If you are up to bat and you use a contact swing and you get a base hit and you drive in an RBI, you'll get a contact boost to your ratings and you also get a batting clutch because you got the run in. If you if you take a lot of pitches and you read you read that they're balls and you take those balls, pause, um, then those will those will give you a plate discipline boost. So it's gonna it's forcing you to, you know, play baseball. You can't swing at everything or else your plate discipline's gonna go down. Yeah. And thus your attributes will suffer. So as you get better at the game, you yourself, so will your player, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Any um questions? I know that was a lot to take in there, I, I apologize. No but I had to kinda cover all those I'm things gonna there. talk though. <laughs> yes. Um, because here's I like I like that it's different, and I like that it's well. The more you do something, the better you're gonna be at it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you have to be 
uh, good at it or it'll go down. Yes. But that's what I don't like about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I get realistically, if you do something terrible, you're terrible at it. But if you're like me, just like uh, slow-mo Joe over here who doesn't really play it, um, if I can't uh, boost my attributes, then I'm just going to be terrible. Like, I'm going to be a, a, a double-A uh, baseball player for for the rest of my career. <laughs> well... There are a few things you can do to combat that. Uh, number one, again, the focus training. If you if you if you're struggling with plate discipline or whatever, for example, you know you can use Which, if, by if the it way, comes up. In the previous MLBs, when they had that focus training, I sucked at those too. Mm-hmm. But now, but now you're not actually doing the drills. If that makes sense. Uh... Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The focus training drills, you don't actually do those. Like you, you in the uh, there is a. There's a 27-minute video with with Ramon Russell and a guy from Game from Game Informer, and they're playing the game, and he's talking about the road to the show and the change that they made. And you see in the video at one point the focus training. Ramon clicks on one, and it just does it. Okay. So you're not doing those. So that'll help. You know, if you know you struggle with play discipline, and if it shows up, uh, you know, it'll help the attribute go up. Gotcha. So there's that, and the um the one thing that the article I found talked about that I wanted to touch on really quickly, quickly. was that they, hmm, <laughs> I said quickly, yeah. So cause they they were they were concerned about the uh, the story that they were trying to tell with the whole mid to late round prospect thing uh-huh. because because of the 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 showcase game and the scout scout day and all that that's been integral to the story and improving your draft stock before you actually you know get get to the game get to the field or whatever uh that's still going to be in place um they are going to allow you to improve your stock though but it'll still be in those mid to late rounds okay. i don't think you get any higher so that's all I have for now. Interesting. Apologize for being so long-winded, but like I said, I had to cover all that. Yep, for sure. And I'm sure you'll keep us uh, abreast of any new changes to that. Yeah, yeah, I definitely will. And once they release franchise most stuff, I'll talk about that too. Yeah. Okay, so the last thing I was going to talk about in my new segment was that Nintendo had a Direct just the other day. Yes. And I think everybody knows what I'm going to talk about. That's right. Because it was announced that Undertale would be coming to the Nintendo Switch. And because of that, that means that Nintendo has signed a deal with Game Maker Studios 2 to get games made through that uh, platform onto the Nintendo Switch. So That's actually really awesome. Yeah. So people that, uh, I guess, don't know, Game Maker Studio 2 is a game-making platform. Uh, I'm really not sure what it's based off of or what it does, but I did check the website, and they have several different tiers for people who want to make games. Um, They actually have one for education for people that are in school that want to learn and I don't know if that's free or cheap or if you get like their Supreme Edition or, or what. Um, but they do have an Education uh, Edition available. Um, they have a Creator Edition that's only $40 right now 
so you can publish games to Mac and Windows. And then they have a developer edition, which allows you to uh, add the ability to make a mobile version and work on the Xbox One Creators program, which is $100. And then they have the console edition, which allows you to license your games and publish them on the Xbox One and PlayStation 4, and that's $400 for that version. Huh. So, um, as far as I can tell, they do offer a free trial. I don't think you can publish the game, but I think you can work on it and, and see if you know, you're able to, to use their services. Um, but because they are partnering with Nintendo, which is supposed to come out November of 2018... November, excuse me, summer of 2018. <laughs> That's not quite November there. Um, <laughs> no. um, and so I figured that once that launches, um, that's roughly when we're going to get Undertale because in the direct, they said coming eventually. <laughs> and so <laughs> I figured that they'll, they'll make this available for people and then anybody that uh, has already made the games in Game Maker Studio 2 can just export uh, the game out to Nintendo Switch and then uh, we'll have a better idea of those games. But Undertale is the biggest game uh, that's used at Game Maker Studio. And so that'll be uh, interesting. And I look forward... I actually look forward to playing that because I didn't get it for the PC. Yeah, I I didn't get a chance to play it either. Yeah, I think it was on PlayStation 4, but I was kind of like... I don't want to get on the PlayStation 4. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, I dig that it it was on the they did release the physical version for ps4 i believe mm-hmm. so yeah that was a thing but yeah no, i it, it, it's definitely a big deal for getting undertale and uh and the deal with game maker studios that's also huge as well i thought you were going to talk about the fact that uh smash bros and all those other things were coming to the switch nope Everybody else is talking about <laughs> that. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to be different. Exactly. Which is fine. Yeah, be different to be different. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's what we are here at r We're different from those other people who talk about mostly mm. big stuff. Yeah. We try to cover things that you normally wouldn't uh, wouldn't know about. Yeah. Cause again, you got the big, you got the big guys covering covering that stuff for you anyway. So yeah, it's kind of like us coming yeah. in late and trying to beat the dead horse. You know, like I just rather talk about stuff <laughs> that doesn't really get talked about. Yeah, it makes sense to me. I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, that's how we do it this way. But anyways, that's everything that I think we have for the news. You know, that's everything we had for our new segment this week. So let's move on to our community segment, shall we? Community segment! Last week, we asked you guys what were some of your favorite holidays in video games. And again, I realized my question was not worded the best, so I apologize for that. Um, I'll try to make make that make those things clear next for next time, if I pose a question like this. But we did get a few responses. Um, Noah Pulley said, uh, but again, because he didn't follow the question, uh, because of my wording, um, said uh, Thanksgiving and Black Friday because of the huge sales that go on during the time, and May Fourth because he he loves an excuse to play every Star Wars game he has. So fair enough, I'll allow it. 
If that's the case, I like March 10th. <laughs> Fair enough. Again, I'll allow it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> that was it for this week's question of the week. Uh, new question of the week. Speaking of surprises, that just sort of just came in my head, really. Um, your most... I guess your most surprising moment in a game, whether it be like a story, a story beat, like, you know, a, a twist you didn't see coming, right. something like that. Yeah. That could work, yeah. What's the most yeah, surprised you've been from a video game? Yeah, there we go. Yep, yep. Cool. I like it. So, what is your most, what is your most surprising moment, or what, what, what were you most surprised by in a video game. So, as an example, you could choose, you know, a, a, like I said, a twist you didn't see coming, or a character dying that you didn't expect to die, something like that. So, give us something like that as a response, and we will read those answers next week on the show, and we'll give you ours because that'll be our topic for the week. So, there we go. Right. Cool. We're done. All right. Are we? I think so. Are we done? Oh, and we're out of here. Thank you all so much for tuning in to episode 35 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. Once again, we are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. Before we get out of here, can round of plugs go? Yeah, so you can find us on Twitter at R&R Gaming Pod. That's R-A-N-D-R Gaming P-O-D. You can find me personally on Twitter at Macrobov. That's M-A-C-R-O-B-O-V. You can find my good friend Byron on Twitter at Braun1417. That's capital B R O N1417. You can also find me on Twitch streaming at twitch.tv slash B underscore Ron1417. B underscore Ron1417. Follow me on Instagram under the same name, B underscore Ron1417. You can also find the podcast on YouTube, the Castbox app as well. Go over there, give us a subscribe, give us a like, follow, comment, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It'll, on YouTube, hit that red bell, get notified whenever we go live. On iTunes, make sure to give us a five-star review to help us grow and help you guys help us improve the content over here as well. Um, I had something else for the plugs about the, yes, yes. So, um, joystick, yes. So follow us on Joystick as well, or subscribe to the Joystick Entertainment Network page, you know, mm -hmm. and get notified there about things we post. So next week we're going to have another episode um, around the same time, possibly the same places. Ken, they got to come back. Tell them why. <laughs> come back next week because everyone could use a little more R&R.
I gotta be honest, I thought you was gonna say, same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> we got one of those. We do. That's one. Alright, do it. Me. Oh, oh, I didn't hear a question. Uh, oh, said, uh, we have one of those. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, yeah, that was that was more of a question to a question. Yes. 